birthday. I had a happy great... birthday, Sue. Thank you, Stan. And Greg called in as well and said happy birthday. Oh my gosh, well. I had probably the best birthday ever. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have the greatest family and friends in the whole world. In fact, I was still celebrating last night. <laughs> my birthday was a long time ago. And to all you folks who wished me a happy birthday on Twitter and Facebook, or I got cards and phone calls and text messages, thank you to all of you because it really was uh, a wonderful, wonderful birthday. And I really, truly appreciate it. Just so all you know, my phone wishes. was broke. Otherwise, I'd have wished you a happy birthday on Facebook as well. So That's okay. I, you saw me today. I pretty much celebrate my birthday for a really long time, Stan. A really long time. One of those time. month long birthday yeah, parties. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Pretty much, as long as I can, as long as I can stretch it out. That's uh, that's me. All right, everyone. We're talking about uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Fifty to forty-eight was confirmed to be the hundred and fourteenth justice of the United States Supreme Court. Uh, it's a big win for Republicans. It's a big win for Donald Trump. Um, I want people to think about the poll that came out last week that said after hearing the testimony of Kavanaugh and Ford during the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Thursday, 37 percent of the people, registered voters, supported uh, Kavanaugh's confirmation. That figure rose to 57 percent. After the respondents were told that Ford's story remains uncorroborated. And that was a Harvard poll. So that's, uh, that's really, really um, amazing. And I think there are a lot of people out there who do not want to live in a country where you are, uh, guilty because someone accused you of that. And I think there are a lot of people out there who want uh, who want to see prosecutions. The people who smeared uh, and lied and slandered Judge Kavanaugh, I think they expect the Senate to investigate where the leaks came from who, uh, who and, and to go after these people who, who perjured themselves. Uh, the United States Supreme Court just issued a release saying the Honorable Brett M. Kavanaugh will be sworn in as uh oh that says 102nd uh i heard 114th so i'm going with the supreme court over whatever news station i was looking at uh the honorable brett m Kavanaugh will be sworn in as the 102nd associate justice of the supreme court on october 6th yeah that's today uh chief justice john g roberts jr will administer the constitutional oath and retired associate justice anthony m kennedy will administer the judicial oath in a private ceremony later today in the justices conference room at the supreme court both oaths will be administered so that he can begin to participate in the work of the court immediately a formal investiture ceremony i think that's like yeah okay i don't know what that is but i bet president trump will be there uh will take place at a special at a special sitting of the court in in the courtroom at a later date i don't want to brag or anything but i was in front of the supreme court and yeah ramsey county we beat your sorry butts and a little bit later in the show we'll talk some election stuff uh also coming out the capitol police in washington dc just announced protesters who are arrested twice 
today will not just get to pay a fine and be released because there's a holiday on Monday, Columbus Day, or as some of our cities say, Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, If you've been arrested twice, you're going to have to stay in jail uh, until Tuesday. So good. Lock them up. Keep them there. I'm okay with that. KW, you have been so patient. I really, really appreciate it because, hi, KW. KW. Whoops. I guess I made a mistake there. That's not KW. We'll try KW again. Hi, KW. Sorry, I punched up Bob instead of KW. Hello, Susan. Uh, first things first, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Videos. Thank you, KW. But, I appreciate it. But, Susan, I'm going to tell you this right now. I like Susan way better than I like Sue, and I'll explain later. Oh, but, that's interesting. But, All, right. All right. You can but, call me Susan. I'm 100% fine with that. Okay. But, Susan, on this Saturday, October 6th, in the year of 2018, it should be an awakening for us Democrats on the left because uh, elections have, have uh, consequences. Yep. I go, I go back to the uh, election of 2016 when you had the most qualified candidate in the history of U.S. presidential elections against a candidate who had one-third, one-third of his own party were never Trumpers, and he still won. Yeah, he won. (laughs) How awesome is that? And are you kidding me? The Democrats had the worst candidate in the history of presidential elections. Did you, were you talking about Hillary Clinton? Because I wondered I if, oh my gosh, she was, you well, know what, and KW, you know, I am. I was a never Hillary. I was a never Hillary. There was no way I was voting for that lying, evil woman. I'll grant you this. Hillary Clinton is a skilled politician, and Hillary Clinton, and in spite of what a lot of people on my, on my side of the aisle say, uh, she's a very smart woman. And lessons learned from that election is that what we need to do now we need to cult. We need to go out and be creative in our fundraising. We need to grow our uh, volunteer pools. We need to knock on doors, and we need to find candidates and vet candidates that that have a message that they believe in. Like Keith and Ellison, not, and and not uh, Keith. Keith Ellison is a fine politician, and Keith Ellison is a true progressive, and he can and Keith Ellison can do good things for the state of Minnesota because he cares about people and he cares about human rights. Yep, you know what? It's not going to happen, KW, and you know what? Mark my words, you heard it here. Uh, The Dems better get organized because guess what? You're going to lose in November. You're going to lose a lot. You're going to see at at least one and maybe even two of your senators, Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith, are going to lose. You're going to see right now we have uh, more Democrats in the House of Representatives than Republicans. This is for U.S. House of Representatives, that's going to change. You're going to see, uh, you're going to see Stauber win up north. You're going to see Hagedorn win down south. You're going to see Hughes win uh, in CD seven. I think you're going to even see uh, Jennifer Zelensky and Greg Ryan shock the heck out of people in CD four and five. Of course, Tom Emmer will win. Uh, Jason Lewis will win, and I think Eric Paulson will even pull it out by the chin, by a hair on his chinny chin chin yeah yeah you know who this motivated uh kw it motivated republicans and we don't like what we're seeing with the democrats we just don't like it well uh, all i know is that uh we here on the left are very motivated 
We want to get away from identity politics but because this is one America. But, Susan, I want to tell you why I like Susan more than I like Sue. Okay. Because, because Susan would never, ever call another human being dumb, ignorant, fools, or stupid. But Sue, oh, man. Yeah, sometimes can, it slips know, Sue, out, can, KW. But, but, but Susan, why didn't You know what, KW? Wait, wait, wait. Stupid and wait, dumb and KW, do you know what yeah. I do sometimes? Sometimes okay. when people are so stupid, I look at them. And and I think, you are so stupid. I have to ask, maybe we should tattoo stupid on their forehead so people have lower expectations of what to expect from some people. Because KW, it really, truly, the stupidity, and, and it spreads for a lot of things. Sometimes it's on history. Sometimes it's on our government. Sometimes it's on science. Sometimes it's on facts. Sometimes it's on economics. It is just astonishing to me how many people lack common sense and reasoning and critical thinking skills. It troubles me and i yes do consider it part of the failure of our public school system in the world of politics you know it's politics and there's no stupidity in politics probably the only stupid thing is that if someone follow politics religiously they may be borderline stupid because at the end of the day politics is a, is a, is a dirty nasty mean world yeah, it is. And it's gotten really, really ugly, KW. Thank you for your comments, well, my friend. Well, I do I do appreciate them. Uh, wait, who am I supposed to take? Paul, Paul, Paul is up next, line three. Hi, Paul. Welcome hi, to the Steve. show. How are you? Great. How are you? Pretty good. Say, I just had a question. I wonder, the only person I've heard bring it up, I think, was Rush, that, that female uh, prosecutor that questioned uh, Christine Ford. Oh yeah, yeah. Brought yeah. up the fact that I mean, she she pointed, asked her questions if she had ever um, helped with the polygraph, how to take a polygraph yep. test, and she said no. And her ex boyfriend sent a letter to somebody. I, we don't hear about that from the left wing news media, but mm-hmm. he says that she did. So basically, she probably perjured herself. Oh, I think she perjured herself in more than just one thing. And oh, I yeah. I thought the Republicans were smart to hire that woman. I uh just as you know, one thing I've never I haven't talked about yet today was Susan Collins' hour long speech that she gave yesterday that I have to say I actually listened to the whole entire thing. I, I posted too. it up on Facebook. People can read it or listen to it. Everybody should read it and listen to it because she laid out an absolutely amazing case. But I thought the prosecutor helped lay or the the prosecutor that the senate hired helped lay out that case and that prosecutor said a he said she said case is incredibly difficult to prove and this case is even weaker than that and by the way amy klobuchar knows that and amy klobuchar doesn't care yeah she's she's something else yeah thanks bob appreciate your thanks paul appreciate your your comments uh and really truly i i do think uh brett kavanaugh was the victim in this one um, it's, I, I, I believed Kavanaugh. I did not believe Christine Ford did not find her credible. I hope some of these people are prosecuted. I hope they 
uh, run to ground, who was who was getting all the leaks and everything out there. I hope they released that FBI report. Uh, and and I hope the concerns that I have about Brett Kavanaugh as a justice, I hope uh, I hope he's a better justice than that, because we have said this over and over and over again. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh's not very strong on the Fourth and Fifth Amendment people, and we expect better than that of our Supreme Court justices. And I know um, I tried to explain that to someone on Facebook yesterday, and they that I was agreeing with them that if the Democrats wouldn't have overplayed their hand, uh, a they might have done better in the November election, but b uh, we would have actually been able to discuss uh, some of these things and hopefully educate some people as to as to how the courts are supposed to work, what the rules of each of the individual branches are, the three branches of government are supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, well, that didn't happen. So maybe we'll be able to have those kind of kind of discussions when we when Donald Trump appoints the next nominee to go to the United States Supreme Court because you know he's getting another one, don't you? You just know he is. All right, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I think I just want to touch for just a second about Keith Ellison because Keith Ellison is driving me absolutely crazy. He is a hot potato, and you've got some candidates, Democrat candidates out there who don't care. They're in embracing uh, Keith Ellison, and you've got other Democrats who are running so far away from Keith Ellison. They just can't get far enough away and we had some we had some things come up this past week about ellison's uh about the allegations against ellison uh on on his issues so we'll address just a few of those when we come back plus i have stuff to talk about on the election i want to talk about gender quotas i want to talk about uh steve simon i want to talk about minimum wage so yeah oh and stan stan we also something happens next week too with hockey starting on our station so it actually starts tonight 6 30 okay i know it starts tonight and i don't care about that because i'm not on air i care about next oh, yeah. saturday See, you don't so, care about the team well, you just I, care about I, yourself i, 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 I do it. i do care break, I, yeah okay we're going to break stan and i'll figure it out when we come back stay tuned sue jeffers twin cities news talk am 11 30 and twin cities news everyone thank you so much for tuning in i'm sue jeffers this is the sue jeffers show i i really want to talk for a minute about ellison here because i think i think this is just unbelievable you've got uh candidates who are actually out there endorsing him so representative ilhan omar who's running to replace ellison actually went out and endorsed him on wednesday you've got other candidates who are running so far away from him that that they you, they just don't even want to be seen with him. You've got a huge coordinated effort uh, with lawn signs and lit dropping and door knocking where the only way they can get people to include Ellison in some of these events is by doing it as a big joint project. 
And this past week, we saw uh, we saw the DFL came and released their report on what they had found out when they investigated Keith Ellison. And the really, really crazy part of investigating Keith Ellison is they found out, yeah, we don't we don't know what to make of this. So we're going to turn it over to law enforcement. So they said law enforcement has to look at this. The party can't do it. You know the tactic. You recognize the tactic. It's delay, 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 delay. And remember, Karen Monahan, Ellison's ex-girlfriend, said in 2016, the six-term congressman grabbed her by the foot and dragged her off the bed while he screamed obscenities. She took a video on her phone of the incident but has declined to release it. So the DFL turns it over to the police, the Minneapolis police and the and the county attorney. They say, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't go in and look at this. We can't investigate Keith Ellison. Maybe another agency can, uh, but there's just too big of a conflict of interest. So uh, Dakota County attorney Jim Backstrom is, is, might take a look at it. Uh, Karen Monahan, I give her tons and tons of credit because she came out and she said, why is Keith Ellison putting the DFL and the D and the people of Minnesota and his family and everyone else? Why is he putting, uh, putting everybody through this? Karen Monahan said, Keith knows every word I said was true. It was abusive and it re-victimizes survivors. People will sell their soul for power. Uh, and, and, and I, I think she's right. Ellison on one hand says he's thinking, he's considering. Uh, his position at the DNC. He might step down. And my words to Keith Ellison are, go, go, Keith Ellison. We, You should step down from the DNC. And you know what? We don't want you as the next attorney general in the state of Minnesota either. Uh, absolutely not. Another reason why I think Doug Wardlow's, Doug Wardlow's going to win. And in particular... Uh, two issues that concern me as far as Keith Ellison go, I really do believe he will politicize. I really do believe he will weaponize the attorney general office in the state of Minnesota. And I really, truly think Keith Ellison is a gun grabber. I think he will, inst- along with Tim Waltz, I might add, he will institute the the red flag laws where you take away people's guns without due process. Uh, and, and you had Democrats actually talking about that this past week and you know Republicans don't always have a backbone and they might say this sounds like a good idea it's not we have due process for a reason and the the bottom line is red flag laws they don't work they absolutely do not work and you know what on another day we'll get into that you've also got Democrats out there they tried this last legislative session and they will try it again this legislative session and another reason why you should should vote for Jeff Johnson uh, to be the next governor of Minnesota is you're going to see more and more uh, uh, um, another push for the affirmative consent education and they had that tucked in the education omnibus bill thank God Thank God uh, Governor Dayton vetoed that because we had a lot of stupid Republicans who voted for that. Sorry, KW. Yep, that was a stupid vote. Never should have happened. We can thank Obama for the for the the Title IX nonsense that came out on the affirmative consent. And we're seeing some huge Title IX reform now. Guess what, people? 
we have due process. We have you. You don't get to have uh, you don't get to accuse people of something and and have that happen without due pro and have something happen to them without due process. You don't. We we have uh, the rule of law for a reason, and this is so 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 important. We saw people using Title IX to try to get rid of Brett Kavanaugh, and and by the way, uh, I will remind you again, Kavanaugh was not accused of anything that that would hold up in a court of law and and this stuff matters folks and that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, policies that you're going to see pushed from some of the democrats so we got to keep uh we got to keep fighting that one for sure now you know you can start voting you can be voting already uh i heard yesterday i think 150,000 absentee ballots had already gone out and you can vote absentee uh, starting right now, because Minnesota has this ridiculously stupid uh, early voting where you can vote for like the whole year, not really, 46 days, uh, before the election, which you would have thought you would have learned this and Keith Ellison in the primary, but no, people people are going to keep voting. Uh, and then you have, so you can vote absentee now. So if you're in the military or if you're away at college or whatever, you can vote by absentee. But there are also early voting options starting a week before the election. Remember I told you I did this last time where I went to Shoreview Library and I was an election judge and anybody who lived in Ramsey County could go and vote at the Shoreview Library. Well, all the counties do that. So you can you can vote absentee, you can vote early, uh, or you can vote in the general election on November 6th. You should not worry about your absentee uh, vote, your absentee ballot vote, or your early voting vote not being counted. They'll be counted. What you should worry about, and you should worry a lot about, is some of the other people who are being allowed to vote while not being able to pass the eligibility requirements. Thanks for nothing, Steve Simon. And I don't know that we're going to get into that today, but um, go to my Facebook page, go to Minnesota Voters Alliance, uh, and it's time for you to reach out to Jim Nash. Jim Nash did the unthinkable. He did the absolute unthinkable. On Monday, he put in... Um, he put in a, a letter to the editor, I guess, uh, him and Steve Simon talking about cybersecurity. Hello, people. What? N- no one. No one. Jim Nash, what were you thinking of? What the hell were you thinking of? Okay. It was basically a commercial for Steve Simon to be reelected to Secretary of State. You know what? Republicans have a fabulous candidate, John Howe, and I wanted to have him on air today. That it didn't happen, so we're going to uh, actually work on trying to get him here uh, next week or the week after or whatever we end up with, um, because I think it's really important that you understand the things that you should be concerned in this upcoming election. And, of course, cybersecurity is a concern, certainly not the concern that uh, Steve Simon brought up. Uh, and the bottom line is, people, we have a lot of people voting who shouldn't be voting. The county, Steve Simon, the Secretary of State's office, probably your city too, they don't look for it. They don't look for it. And when there are anomalies, when there are weird things that happen, uh, like, for example, during the primary election in Roseville and Maplewood when the vote totals were reversed, nobody does anything about it. Nobody does anything about it. They come back and they say, oh, it's all been taken care of. It's fixed. Has it? 
Has it really? Because do you want your vote nullified because somebody who shouldn't be voting is voting? Do you want Democrats to win because they aren't counting Republican votes? We all want fair and honest elections. This matters, people. This matters. Stay tuned. I got lots more coming. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and Thank you so much for tuning in. I talked earlier about a poll that said only 37% of the people wanted Kavanaugh after the after they heard testimony from Christine Ford. Only 37% of the people thought Kavanaugh should be uh, the next Supreme Court justice. And uh, once they found out that uh, there was no corroboration with anything that she said, that figure jumped to almost 60 percent uh for 60% of the of the people thought that he should be confirmed well he is confirmed uh congratulations uh new supreme court justice uh Brett Kavanaugh uh there was also another poll last week that this was Rasmussen that said 77% of the republicans and 54% of the unaffiliated agree with president trump saying it's a very scary time for young men in america uh democrats uh disagree democrats it was a 49 to 40% margin Margin. So basically, the bottom line is the bulk of the people do agree it's a very scary time for for young men in America, especially when someone can come out with uncorroborated accusations 30 or 40 years later and ha- and to see the kind of um, uh, amazing spectacle that we saw this past week. We also saw some polls um, showing that maybe uh, Eric Paulson might be in some trouble. Jason Lewis might be in some trouble. Yeah, don't worry about it, people. They oversampled Democrats. You always have to look at the crosstabs. You always have to look at the crosstabs. And I'm telling you, I, I actually think, I know Jason Lewis is going to win, and I've told told people I was worried about Eric Paulson because if he didn't screw up so often, uh, he wouldn't be hanging on by a thread. But I do think Paulson will come through. And I think it's I think a lot of it's going to be uh, reaction from the the Kavanaugh nomination. I mean, it was just incredible. And I really, truly think that that motivated a lot of people. And think back during this uh, uh, during the whole Kavanaugh nomination process. Uh, what was the latest poll that came out? Um, the Democrats lost like 20 points. So the Democrats are not nearly as excited as as people think they are, even after the confirmation today. And in fact, they even had Obama come out and he endorsed four of the House reps in Minnesota and Tina Smith. And yeah, that's just not going to be enough to do anything. Ron, you've been so patient. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the show. What do you think? Well, you know, I just kind of wonder sometimes why they bring up all this stuff about Kavanaugh and the whole country is up in arms, but nothing has ever been said, for the most part, about Senator Blumenfall and his stolen valor, Cory Booker. I know. His molesting of the 15-year-old girl. He wrote a book about it. And then, and then you've got, and then you've got uh, Allison, who was associated with, with Louis Farrakhan. And Ron, Ron, let's take it one step further. I want to know, 
And think about um, all the sexual harassment lawsuits that have been paid out by Congress. I want to know how much money was paid out. I want to know who it was paid out. And I want to know how we get rid of those people. Those are sitting representatives that have had our tax dollars paid for because they sexually harassed someone. I'll tell you what, I'm 65 years old, and the first time I ever voted in my life was for Trump in 2016. Oh, my gosh. So now I look at what's going on in this country and all these women now that are that are going to try and vote all these people out of office, all these Republicans, because of what happened. You know, I'm on the other hand, I'm not voting for no Democrats. I looked at my list the other day of who is going to be uh, running for office in the Republican Party, and I don't care what they did or what they're going to do in the future. I'm voting for them because... I don't like what they did to Kavanaugh. I know. So what goes around comes around. Yep, I agree, Ron, and that's why I think they're, uh, you're not going to see a, a whole bunch of Democrat victories. I think Republicans are going to do very well, and I especially think they're going to do very well in Minnesota. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate appreciate your th- thoughts. You know what? I've told, I'm with Ron. I'm not voting for a Democrat. I refuse. Democrats make my life harder. They make my children's lives harder harder i'm not saying republicans are perfect i'm not but you know what sorry democrats you make my life harder i'm not voting for you and i've told you guys repeatedly i don't trust democrats on health care i don't trust them on guns i don't trust them on taxes i don't trust them on the border i don't trust them on the economy i don't trust them on the role of government i'm sorry i don't i don't trust them on education i don't trust the democrats don't get me started on health care. I wanted to talk health care today uh, because of the Kavanaugh nomination. Um, we'll have to push that back to next week, which, by the way, next week we'll start a few minutes late next week because the hockey will be on earlier and then we'll come on um, maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes into. Uh, so it'll just be a few minutes later and we will talk about we will talk about health care for sure. Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about this week is you've heard me rail against real ID. I still oh, should ask Jim Hagedorn about that. Uh, I still want Congress and the, I, I still want our politicians in D.C. to repeal the real ID. Uh, what a what a violation. It never should have been passed. But thanks for nothing, uh, George Bush. Never should have been passed. We fought it off here in Minnesota for a long time. And then, of course, they came back, turned it around. Uh, now Minnesota has it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we want to go back to states' rights. Yes, we do. So we've talked about um, how much I oppose real ID and how I, w- I won't vote for anyone who won't vote to get rid of real ID at the state level. I wish the state would stand up and at the federal level. But Minnesota just last week, Minnesota announced that we have become the third state in the nation to offer non-binary gender option on real IDs. So So when Minnesotans apply for a new license, they will see a third option to select when it comes to identifying their gender. Minnesotans will now be able to self-identify as male, female, 
or non-binary. This makes Minnesota the third state in the nation to offer this. The other states are, no surprise, Oregon and Maine. It's also offered in Washington, D.C. Here's the part that I want you to, I want you to pay attention to. According to the Minnesota Department of Vehicle Services, this change was made during planning for the new driver's license system. It was a business decision to offer a third option to better serve all Minnesotans. In addition, other states recognize this designation and the federal government allows it under real ID. Okay, first of all, federal government allows it. Oh, do I have to have a whole show on states' rights, people? Really? A whole a whole a whole entire show? Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um by the way, you can start applying to get your real ID driver's licenses or an ID card um, on Monday or Tuesday, I guess it is. But the real ID, you don't need them till 2020, so don't be crazy about that. Okay, here, here's the thing about this. I'm not that opposed to having a non-binary gender option on the real ID because I think it's helpful to know... If you self-identify as male, female, or non-binary, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with the Minnesota Department of Vehicle Services doing this without telling people. And everything else we do, you have to get legislative approval of it. And I don't believe it's the job of the Minnesota Department of Vehicle Services to decide something like this. I think this has needs much more input from our legislators. And I was really quite happy that Scott Newman, Senator Scott Newman, came out and said, uh, and I quote, this change was made unilaterally by Democrats in the Dayton administration without legislative approval. And Scott Newman has questions about is the legality of it and and I do too I think um you know what I if, if I was um if I was in a position of hiring if I was in a position of uh, a policeman if I was in a position or an ambulance driver or I can think of uh, so many different ways that that it might be important to know if somebody identifies as male female or non binary um i just i just think that identification is not necessarily a bad thing how we get there needs a lot more distinction definitely gender quotas is the new thing by the way and it's and and it's not going to stop with some of the things that we've already seen california just became the first state to require publicly traded companies to include women on the board of directors hello lawsuit i mean even the the governor who signed it into law acknowledged serious legal concerns and this is what progressives do people this is what progressives do they suggest racial or sexual tests for public office or racial or sexual tests for you know are you a male or a female or an other or a whatever uh this is this is ridiculous and we have talked about this repeatedly talked about what what rights are amy klobuchar was tweeting today she tweeted out a story to a 2015 
article that was talking about, uh, it was written by the New York Times and talked about how the Senate women are better de- deal makers than men. And here's the proof. This was the New York Times article. And it said that women are not only introducing more legislation over the last seven years, but they are also getting more support for that legislation, getting more bills out of committee and getting more enacted into law than their male colleagues in the Senate. And I would like to point out to people, hey, Amy Klobuchar in particular, hey, Amy Klobuchar, that is one measurement, not necessarily a good measurement of what is a successful legislator or a successful politician. So just because they make more laws doesn't mean they're better. Just because they get, if, if it's a bad law, you got to get rid of it. You, 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 you have to get rid of it. Uh, by the way, our government is supposed to represent the citizens, not reflect them. So when you hear the part about there aren't enough um, male teachers in the public school system, there aren't enough black teachers in the public school system, there aren't enough female representatives, no, no. Government was meant to represent the citizens, not reflect them. And oh, by the way, Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith are women like I am, and they don't represent me. So it just drives me absolutely crazy uh, with these gender quotas. You're going to see more and more and more of this. But the here and, and we've talked about this before. Either you believe in equal rights or you don't. Because if you have women's rights or gay rights or any other kind of rights, it's it's either redundant or they're a violation of the principle of equal rights. We are all we all have equal rights. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, we are rapidly running out of time. I got to tell you some crazy, stupid things. The Democrats, the party of bad ideas. Uh, I got to tell you some crazy, stupid things over there. And I also. Dang, I wanted to talk about health care. I wanted to talk about minimum wage. I wanted to talk about uh, Jim Nash helping Steve Simon uh, and their election boogeyman. Well, you know what? I'll decide when I come back. Stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. so much for tuning in. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. Reminder, next week we're going to start a little bit late because it's hockey. Stan, what time does hockey come on tonight? 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock game time, so it should be done by about uh, 9.30 or so. Okay, okay. And we have lots of hockey games coming up, so yep. there'll be a few. Basically every Saturday night, but most of them are at night. Most of them are at night. There'll yep. be a couple that I'll start a little bit later, but don't worry, folks. I'll still uh, I'll still be here. Stan, guess what today is? Uh, Saturday. Okay, good one. <laughs> yeah, it's Saturday. Um, it's go for football. Oh, and where's my browser? Oops, I got to... Oh, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the music was still going. <laughs> Why is that still going? There we go. Okay. Oh, you mean your loser gopher go, team? Go, Hopefully the hockey team will do a little bit better yeah, than the football I, team did I, today. I hope so, too. Um, okay, do you know what today was, though? Today was the 100th Golden Gopher football homecoming game. Now, was 
31 17 the final <laughs> no that, that is uh, oh they're not done yet <laughs> yeah they got another half to beat up on us so oh, it could man. be 62 to you know 30 well the good news done. is the bridge will be maroon and gold tonight and uh homecoming is still always fun because they're they're um they're playing against iowa so it's the hawkeye game so floyd of rosedale remember um this is a kind of a cool story. In 1891, the governors of Minnesota had a bet on who would win the game. And the loser that year, Iowa, had to give the biggest pig to the winner. So the biggest pig was Floyd from Rosedale Farms and it was and then after that a 92 pound bronze pig was made and now the high, the Hawkeye Gopher game goes really back and forth. Really a 92 pound and, pig is kind of a little pipsqueak. Yeah, well. You think about it. Yeah, unless you're the one holding the 92 pound pig, but I guess they are football players. Needless to say that pig has spent most of its time in Iowa. But, yeah, well we have to let Iowa win at something, you know, they don't have yeah. much down there. I spent uh, 10 years down down there and there's not much to do so if if they got to have some pride with their football team so be it yeah all right quickly because i do have a couple other things to say what's your show about today uh we're gonna have rob g's line from the outdoor news right. uh, he, he gets into a lot of the legislative stuff so we're gonna kind of find out uh What's on the horizon there? All right, you keep me posted on that. I will do that. Yeah, definitely. I want. Yeah, I want to know. There's some interesting lawsuits coming out of there too. All right, uh, I've told you Democrats are the party of bad ideas. Well, in St. Paul, not only are they still working to push the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage increase down your throats, but now uh, the recyclable takeout packaging is coming back to St. Paul, and they're going to try to push that one through. This is just absolutely crazy. I celebrated my birthday at a restaurant in St. Paul. And of course we, we didn't get the styrofoam containers. We got these gross, weak cardboard ones that when you put in your food in it, they get all soggy and gross and you can't leave it in there because the bottom falls out of it. And you certainly, well, you could try to cook in there. Good luck. And well, yeah. Anyway, so they are bound and determined to micromanage every single aspect of your life. And what was on the front page of the Pioneer Press today? It was how St. Paul sticker shock with your property taxes. You're going to get a triple whammy that you're going to get socked with the the city tax increases, the county tax increases, the school tax increases. And I put it up on Facebook and I said, yep, those those politicians and their bold vision are getting pretty expensive. They probably needed another dog park or, you know, some yard art for the yeah. park or something like yeah. that. Uh, okay, I also put up on Facebook this past week, talk about a social engineering fail. Uh, the piece that I put up was out of reason.com, and they talked about how after spending millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to expand the bike paths everywhere, the bike ridership has decreased everywhere. So when Jeff Johnson is elected uh, governor, we can tell him to get the paint cans out and widen our lanes. We'll eliminate some congestion. Adelaine here, Adelaine there. Uh, well, the I, problem is with the bikers 
is you have the bikers like me who, you know, maybe you want to bike to the grocery store and back or something. A real quick ride. And then you have... And you don't wear a helmet. The wannabe Lance Armstrongers. <laughs> right. You know, right. with the spandex on and, oh, they're sponsored by Toyota or whoever, you know. And they don't drive on the paths. They I want to yell out my window going around the lake. I'm like... Hey, dude, there's a bike Bike path path. like 30 feet to your left, and they're driving right down the highway or right down the county road. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Also, the Met Council asked a bunch of uh, Hennepin County folks if they could track them where they were going for a week. Yeah, what could go wrong? I could do a whole hour on that one. And the Chamber of Commerce, I told you people, the Chamber of Commerce, is they're not our friends. They are not our friends. The Chamber of Commerce put out a poll this week saying nearly three quarters, 74% of all respondents said they would support the state of Minnesota making additional investments in transit, buses, trains, and light rail. Nonsense, people. Do not believe. Do well, yeah, not. because that keeps them in their town or gets people into their <sighs> town. Of course, they're going to want it keeps their union workers working they get more tax money yeah 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 um next week i will have to talk to you i'm going to yell at jim nash again because i don't know what he was thinking signing on with steve simon uh to talk about cybersecurity. we should really be out there helping get uh uh john howe elected i want to have john howe on next week I want to talk about health care next week. I want to talk about uh, minimum wage next week. So many things. But you know what? Congratulations to Brett Kavanaugh. It was a long haul. It was a brutal, ugly, evil uh, haul. And he's the next justice of the United States Supreme Court. Congratulations. I'm sure next week I'll bring more excitement. See you Saturday, everyone. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.